Mark your calendars! The ADCES 24 Annual Conference parades into New Orleans August 9-12, through 12, 2024. Registration opens March 26, but you can start planning your trip now. Get ready to seize opportunities to connect, learn, and optimize your diabetes care and education practice. Stay tuned for updates at adces24.org. Hello and welcome to ADCES's podcast, The Huddle, Conversations with the Diabetes Care Team. In each episode, we speak with guests across the diabetes care space to bring you perspectives, issues, and updates that elevate your role, inform your practice, and ignite your passion. I'm your host, Jody Lavin Tompkins, the Director of Accreditation and Content Development at the Association of Diabetes Care and Education Specialists. I know our members and many others on the diabetes care team look forward to the ADCES annual conference every August. While we may be virtual again this year, we have put together an experience that promises to keep you on the cutting edge of care. This learning opportunity will also provide you with plenty of chances to engage with your colleagues and with companies interested in showcasing their new products and technologies. Registration is now open at adces21.org and early bird rates are available through June 30th. Act quickly because the first 2,000 domestic attendees who pay and register for the conference will have a welcome box mailed to them. Each box will include promotional items to add exciting physical elements to the virtual conference. Joining us today is Kelly Rodriguez, ADCES's 2021 president and Barb Kasurik, this year's annual conference program committee chair. Kelly is a longtime diabetes care and education specialist and currently the director of global diabetes with Parkland Health and Hospital System in Dallas. Barb is also a longtime diabetes care and education specialist and the director of strategic initiatives at Baylor Scott and White Health in Dallas. Kelly and Barb have led the conference planning committee through the process of creating an educational program that is second to none. Kelly and Barb, welcome. Thank you, Jody. Could you both share your thoughts on priorities as you started planning this conference program? Yes, Bob, as our conference chair, the conference planning committee, ADCS staff, and myself as president are so excited about the professional opportunities presented by this year's ADCS 21 conference. You know, ADCS 21 is our opportunity to really drive the broader value and contributions of the specialty to diabetes care delivery and education. And one of the important foundation elements of that was our program planning committee. Uh, the composition of our program planning committee was incredibly important in that process, bringing together a diverse group of key thought leaders to really bring their unique perspectives, experiences and expertise. And we were not disappointed both in terms of content as well as in terms of speaker recommendations. And, you know, last year, ADCS took on a really bold move to retitle and rebrand. And so the Diabetes Care and Education Specialist was formed. And so it was really important to us as the Program Planning Committee that the conference experience for attendees really reflect the elevation of the DCES role and offer a wide range of both educational and networking opportunities to advance the knowledge, skills and resources of diabetes care and education specialists to really positively impact the lives of people with diabetes, the care team and the organisations where they work to optimise access, care delivery and outcomes. 
So we're really hoping and what we're striving for as the committee is really that ADCS 21 is the professional program this calendar year so that we don't want ADCS members and broader uh, specialty practice members to miss out on this incredible uh, learning opportunity. And so Barb, what are your thoughts as this year's uh, conference chair? Well, Kelly, one of the most exciting things about the conference this year is that there will be an opportunity to earn over 60 hours of continuing education credit. That's as compared to 36 last year. The planning committee started their work last May, putting together the meeting content, and because of that hard work, we have great education sessions that I wait to see. And to ensure that everyone has time to review all the sessions they are interested in, we have until November 8th to watch the presentation and claim CE hours. This year, we are excited to have continuing education for nurses, dietitians, and pharmacists, as well as continuing medical education credits for physicians, nurse practitioners, and physician assistants. ADCS staff has worked hard to make that happen. And just a reminder, CE credits are also available for certified health education specialists. Another thing I wanted to share is that based on feedback from last year's conference, CE will be available for this year's general session. As you may know, there were some challenges with last year's platform and the ADCS staff has done their due diligence and found a new platform that will offer us some great features to improve our ability to interact in a virtual environment. There's gonna be breakout rooms for discussion, live chat with the speakers, and the poster presentations will have audio. It's gonna be great. Thank you, Barb and Kelly. Um, I wanna move on to educational priorities now. And each year we structure our education by tracks. So Kelly, can you tell us more about this year's tracks and their relevance to the healthcare environment we are currently operating within? Yes, yeah, so at ADCS 21, there'll be over 120 sessions compared to 65 sessions in ADCS 20. And there are six tracks for attendees to be able to immerse themselves in that are really founded in the ADCS vision for the specialty. So yes, our first track is diabetes and the cardiometabolic continuum. Uh, recognition that there's a strong connection between diabetes and the cardiometabolic conditions, as well as the expanded roles and expertise our multidisciplinary specialists have in this space. So we'll hear some, from some great uh, experts in terms of this area for us to learn from and grow from. The second track is the business side of diabetes. As much as the person with diabetes is at the heart of who we are and what we do, diabetes care and education specialists must be equally skilled in being able to articulate and demonstrate a solid business model for the work they do and the impact of what they do on advancing their organization's mission, vision and strategic priorities. So this will be an important track for every diabetes care and education specialist to immerse themselves in. A third track is the clinical and self-management care integration. We know that diabetes care and education specialists are core members of the healthcare team to integrate available evidence-based recommendations and pharmacotherapeutic and technology options to really bridge the often apparent gap between clinical recommendations as well as self-management integration. This integration opportunity really lies within the immediate care team, as well as the broader framework of our respective work environments and communities. So a lot of great learning will happen in this track area. A fourth area is inclusive person-centered care, really at the very heart of who we are as diabetes care and education specialists. I believe our multidisciplinary richness ensures a real holistic view of the person with diabetes from assessment 
through to care planning, as well as outcome evaluation. Our colleagues will share their unique strategies in this really critically important area. The fifth track is the psychosocial behavioral track, exploring behavioral health and psychosocial conditions that impact the lives of people with diabetes, as well as behavior change strategies. The impact that these conditions, as well as social determinants of health, have on access, quality care delivery, as well as outcomes. And our final track is leveraging technology devices, data, and patient-generated health data. If there is one message that COVID-19 has truly given our specialty, it's the importance of technology in both delivering and evaluating diabetes care, from diabetes devices through to care and diabetes delivery technology. So we'll see some great updates in terms of technology in this space. So watch out for ADCES 21. I'd also like to say that the research sessions are going to be woven throughout the programming, recognizing the importance of the specialty directed research to advancing our value proposition. Thank you, Kelly, for that nice overview. I know that we put special emphasis on each day of the conference, and we also want to highlight content topic priorities, which address issues that are front and center for us today and will likely be into the future. So Barb, can you highlight these and tell us more about these? Absolutely. Each day of the conference has a theme. Thursday is therapeutic inertia. Friday focuses on models of care. Saturday features innovation in diabetes technology and therapeutics. And Sunday will focus on the ADCS 7 self-care behaviors. We have lined up some amazing keynote speakers for each day. Thursday starts off with Lee Prozendek and a nighter from Simon Sinek's group. His theme is our why, to inspire people to do the things that inspire them so that together each of us can change our world for the better. Friday will begin with Dr. Joshua Joseph, who's Assistant Professor of Medicine in the Endocrinology, Diabetes and Metabolism Division at Ohio State University. He will be talking about advancing equity in diabetes management, delivering on our values through person-centered care team models. On Saturday, we have Will Cephalo, Director of the Division of Diabetes, Endocrinology and Metabolic Diseases at the NIDDK. He's gonna be discussing precision medicine and diabetes. Can't wait to hear more about that. And we'll wrap up on Sunday with Dr. Jan Kavokjan, Associate Professor of Health Outcomes Research and Policy at Auburn University, NADCS 21 President-Elect, who will be presenting Creating Demand and Promoting the Value of Your Specialty by What You Say and Do. Thank you, Barb, for telling us about uh, the exciting keynotes we have lined up. Since this conference is virtual this year, it's a relief to know I can attend all the sessions and I don't have to worry about conflicting time blocks. What about exhibit halls and education theaters? What features can we expect there? You know, the role of our industry partners in providing a rich educational experience is really unquestioned. Uh, we've been blessed to have authentic support from leading industry organizations in the diabetes and cardiometabolic space, and ADCS 21 will be no exception. The exhibit halls have always been a popular activity at our annual conference. Attendees can expect 
to see more exhibitors than last year from a broad range of diabetes-related and cardiometabolic-related areas. We'll also have seven and a half hours of dedicated exhibit hall time over three days to ensure that all attendees get the time they need to go into each exhibit area and explore all these rich environments. The education theatre and hands-on training rooms will also be available to really optimise learning and the experience. We're also happy to have the ability to have live interaction with exhibitors, as if you're walking right up to the booth, all the favourite things we love to do and see in that amazing area. And the new conference online platform will really create new opportunities for interaction and learning, making the experience for attendees and exhibitors rich and rewarding. Thank you, and I do think the new platform will make all of this easy to navigate. You know, every year we try to top the previous year with our educational offerings. And I'm particularly excited about having a general session and education session, both devoted solely to precision medicine and diabetes. I think that's such an exciting cutting edge topic. What about you two? What excites you most about the conference's educational programming? You know, Jody, there's so much exciting things happening for ADC as 21. I think firstly for me, the ability to have more diabetes care and education specialists attend and be able to hear all the exciting and important work um, of our peers in practice. Um, goal is for our highest ADCS conference attendance for ADC as 21. I think the ability also to connect evidence-based practice to the lived world of the person living with diabetes, the opportunity this presents us as a rich interprofessional group, sharing our expertise and our experiences. I think also the clearly identifiable tracks makes presentation selection a lot easier. Choosing something from each track will be really important as diabetes care and education specialists. We have so many fabulous clinical topics that are always popular, but I always encourage everyone to incorporate business, population health, care delivery type presentations to really impact care delivery at your respective work environment. Topics like running a successful practice or increasing access and care delivery through technology, strategies for reducing hospital readmission, as well as health disparities, community strategies, are just a few of the opportunities that lie ahead with ADC S21. The other piece that's really important is the collaboration that occurs within our conference environment. We have collaborators like the American Diabetes Association who present on Best of ADA and Bustic Therapeutic Inertia. We'll have the Academy for Nutrition and Dietetics looking at the MedStar Bootcamp. We'll have the Certification Board for Diabetes Care and Education, which will look at CDCES attainment and renewal. And we'll have the Centers for Disease Control as well, looking at promotion of physical activity in African-American women. And of course, we also have the College Diabetes Network who will talk about type one diabetes transition. We also have other collaborative partners such as the Helmsley Charitable Trust, who look at the adoption of diabetes technologies. As well, we're blessed to have the support of the Obesity Society. So a lot of collaborative opportunities at ADCS 21. We'll also learn about new products and industry, as we've talked about already in terms of the exhibit hall and the wonderful platform for really optimizing learning opportunities in this important area. And we'll also include our networking opportunities, including our coordinating bodies and communities of interest networking events, which are just so popular for attendees. So there's just so much. What about for you, Bob? What are you looking forward to? 
Well, in addition to what you stated already, Kelly, I really look forward to the opportunity to hear about how new information is being assimilated into practice. And even more, I really love the passion of the presenters. So inspiring, right? I always look forward to networking with others and so excited that we'll have the opportunity through our new platform this year. Thank you, Kelly and Barb. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Yes, join us at ADCES 21 Virtual conference that speaks to your needs now and prepares you for the future. Being a virtual conference allows us to increase the number of CE CMEs being offered and gives us more time, nearly three months, to fit the educational programming into our schedule. I know this will allow me to view all those great sessions without missing a thing. We hope you'll also tune in to the live portion of the conference from August 12th through 15th, which will offer many opportunities to connect with one another, which has always been a huge plus and bonus for all of us when we're in together in person. We also know that interacting with the companies will have new medications and devices has always been important as well. This will not change with this year's conference and the new platform will help create incredible interactive experiences. And lastly, I really want to take this opportunity to thank the Annual Conference Program Committee and Bob as our chair for the energy, passion and leadership. Also, our ADCES staff who have helped to put this conference together, in particular, Jody Lavin-Tomkin, Joanne Rinker and Jackie Ballin. They've been amazing to work with and have put together a conference that you will not want to miss. We'll all see you online at ADCES 21 in August. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Huddle. Kelly and Barb have nicely summed up the experience you'll have if you join us this August 12th through the 15th for ADCES 21. Registration is now open for the conference, so to learn more and register, go to adces21.org. For any additional notes and resources from today's episode, check out the show notes at diabeteseducator.org forward slash podcast. And remember, if you're not an ADCES member, join us today and you will receive a $100 discount on your annual conference registration. Being a member also gets you free access to resources, education, and networking that improve your practice and optimize outcomes for your clients. Learn more about what ADCES can do for you at diabeteseducator.org forward slash join. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and may not be appropriate or applicable for your individual circumstances. This podcast does not provide medical or professional advice and is not a substitute for consultation with a healthcare professional. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions.